Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rhetoric. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have what again? What again? We are going to have a great show for you today. Welcome aboard. On those of you that are already on YouTube, please go ahead. Give me that thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. I need that thumbs up. Let's get that algorithm going, folks. Don't also forget, go to politicsandright.com. So store, get some of these nice new t-shirts that we got going there. We even have some with the squad on, all that good stuff, folks. Get busy. We're going to have a great show for you today. Anyhow, what it, it today is uh, one of our fellows' birthday. And he said, I'll see you on, I guess, I don't know, either Friday or Monday because it's his birthday today. I said, show up so I can sing happy birthday or something for you, Michael Rodnan. Where are you? You normally have a few words in there for me so I can know that you're here and say, Happy birthday to Michael Rodman. But anyhow, you know what? Anybody else's birthday today? Is anybody else's birthday today? Put something out there in the chat. The chat is kind of empty right now. We still have a few people who they like to listen, but they don't like to chat. And you know what drives this show? What drives this show is when the more you chat, the more the show is driven. But you know, I don't need the chat to drive the show because I have always, always, always because of our current the current state of our body politic, there is always so, so, so much to talk about. And today, uh, putting it in, 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 in not colloquial English, today ain't no different. And we are going to talk. We're going to talk. Well, first person in the feed today is El Senor Tom C. Tom C., welcome to Politics Done Right as usual. Then, of course, Deb Denny says, hello, Egberto and Ashley. Thank you for calling out our beautiful Ashley, Mademoiselle Denny. Eric, hey. Beethage. And Mike, Cap, and Veg. Veg. Well, what is it, V-E-G? Are we talking vegetables or are we talking something else? I don't know. You got to help me out there. Anyway, uh, let's see. How many books behind you are going to be banned? Hey, man. That's a good question, right? Texas seemed to be banning books left and right, left and right. You know, what can I say? Bruce Pollard says, let's call it different ethnic cultures. You know, exactly, Bruce. That's all. It, that's what it's all about. You know, when we all, you know, we all started in Africa and when we migrated up top and we didn't need all this melanin, you know, the folks who didn't need all the melanin, the natural selection got rid of it for probably particular reasons, etc., 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 etc. You know, I mean, all kind of thing. Daniel Ledo says uh, he's here with us. I'll, I'll talk about what he has to say anyway. Tom C says, Snowbound in Michigan, where is everybody? They're here. I mean, they're there on YouTube and Facebook Live. But, you know, I want them to give me some thumbs up too. What happens, Michael, is uh, El Senor Rudnan always has so much to say in the beginning. You know, he just kind of throws the thing out. And without him there to wish him a happy birthday, well, we're a little bit behind in our verbiage on the chat room. Anyhow, Tom C. says snowboarding in Michigan. Uh, you know, I spoke to my wife this morning. She's in Houston. And it turns out that it's freezing. So she's doing all kinds of stuff that I would normally have to do. Wrap the pipes, all that good stuff. Flow the water. Because, you know, back in Texas, we are not sure, and especially in the Houston area, we're not usually used to that kind of stuff. But luckily, we have wonderful neighbors, wonderful people who are always there to help out. Deb Denny, already I saluted you, Deb. Eric says, any comments? Lockdown ineffective and basically ruined American lives. Not true, not true, not true. 
You know, I, I love when people look at studies and don't interpret exactly what the study says. The study said, oh, 0.2 less people died than if we didn't have the, uh, the, the, the put down, the, um, if we didn't stop or had the lockdown. I, I, first of all, I, I'm going I'm to play devil's advocate. Let's say that that study is correct, that the lockdown only saved 0.2% of the people's lives. Let's say that's the case. And knowing my brother, uh, Eric Hayes, that you are a pretty conservative guy that calls himself a, a, you know, a pro-lifer, you believe in life, every life is valuable, then it seems to me like you wouldn't come out and say, well, if, if we can save one life, then we need to do it. I think what you've just proven by that statement, and tell me if I'm wrong or misunderstanding you, is that there is a cost relationship to human life, and that if it's only going to save 0.2% of the people, just maybe it's okay to let them die. Well, I mean, the truth of the matter, of I don't want to play goody two-shoe here. We make that determination every day. The reason we don't ri drive a car at 5 miles an hour and we drive it, allow cars to be driven at 100 miles an hour or whatever, knowing that there are a lot of things driving at 100 miles will do. If you have a blowout, then the car becomes a missile. If you have a, uh, you know, there are a lot of things that we make trade-offs because it doesn't kill a lot or whatever. And the matter, Eric Hayes, is if society had known that uh, whether you have a lockdown or not, 0.2% of the people would more die or not. And, and I, I just can't, when you sent me the link, I just scanned, scanned it, so I didn't look at it in detail. But just knowing, it, knowing how diseases work, right? Here are some interesting things that you should ask yourself. Number one, how much, how much less viruses went out there because of the pandemic? I mean, because of the lockdown. Likely quite a few. So I am, not, I am not going to mix up what they talk about deaths between deaths and also things known as long COVID and all these other factors, okay? I find it hard to believe personally, and again, I haven't read the article in detail, that if everybody stays home, that somehow you only reduce deaths by 0.2%. I find it hard to believe. So I'm going to read the study. It's not fair for me to comment or, or criticize you or on, on, on what you're saying until I read the article in detail. But thank you for bringing that. And I, I will go ahead when I get the time uh, to read that article better than I have thus far. Here is reality. Thousands of paying respect to those who suffered ultimately for protecting you and me. And look at this unrealistic and disrespectful thing. Susan, the woke, famous, rich person, writes. Susan Sarandon, what did she say? Uh, Look, instead of giving me the link, just put a phrase in there. Uh, let me know what she said. I don't know what she said. Bruce says, let's call it all different ethnic cultures. Daniel Lado says, Scandinavian countries are going back to normal. Seems there is a benefit to socialism. Hmm. Um, actually, though, you know, you, you may laugh when you write that statement, but all the Scandinavian countries have a much higher happy index than the United States. Actually, the United States happy index is pretty low. It's for a lot of people, they consider living in the United States miserable. Those of the bottom 80% or so, right? 
because you know it's almost like they simply live to work and if you're living to work you're nothing more than an indentured servant or a slave right and a lot of people are if you're living paycheck to paycheck that means you live to work and that's how it goes right all right uh eric hayes says it was a john hopkins study. yeah i know i, I look i'm not going to deny the study and i'm going to read the study from a scientific perspective and like i said on this show all of the time eric if we are proven wrong for something what we do is we go ahead and fix it but i think what would have been wrong is for there to be this flood of disease coming out there that is airborne and for us to say just run everything as normal it doesn't make any sense to do that when you don't know right bruce pollard said too many overweight people in the u.s that is very true most of the people who die from covid actually are overweight the truth of the matter is that's, that that is one of the co, co, uh, comorbid, comorbidities of the disease. Mike Capved says, When I was young, I always heard about how we all came together in World War II. I always thought we would do that again and do whatever we could to battle the war on the virus. But, you know... There's a certain evil that emanated from, uh, and, I, and, and I think it's been growing, right? But Trump just put it on steroids. Trump just showed that there wasn't much of a penalty to pay for just being obnoxiously rude, racist, sexist, homophobic, and uh, what's that word? Uh, when the, the, word, the word that you use for people who don't like foreigners. Um, cannot remember it right now, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, what is it? Xenophobe. Thank you very much. My daughter just corrected me. Xenophobe. Uh, so, I mean, it is amazing, right, that, um, that, that Trump made all of that okay. Even if, as people thought those things, they never had articulated it because they didn't know how it would look to the other people, right? Um, the, the thing that still amazes me, and I, 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 and, and I don't get it, and, and I ask a lot of people this all the time, right? I always talk about Donald Trump getting more votes in the second in the second in in the second election more so than Hillary and had we progressives not gone out there and busted our butts to maximize the amount of people we could get for that election in 2020 he would have won not only the not only the electoral college but he would have won the popular vote if we had just sat down on our laurels and said you know what, uh, we just need to bring in Hillary Clinton numbers. He would have won because he beat Hillary Clinton numbers. So my question was, are there that many Americans who are willing to abandon their values, who are willing to abandon their morals to support a guy like Trump? It, it behooved me. And we know that, we, we know that Republicans in general, just rank and file Republicans, they got more votes than than Trump, which says that there were enough people who hated Trump but were true conservative good Republicans who said, "I can't stomach this guy, but I'm bringing in my peeps, my 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 rank and file Republicans are getting elected." But there are some people who, you know, and then you really sit down and wonder, how could you do it? What was going through your mind when you voted for this, the, the, the generosity of the country? When you voted for somebody who was willing to overturn an election? I, I mean, 
to this day, it's not only myself, it is the people around the world, around the world, the rest of the world that has lost so much faith. They lost faith in America the first time, but they at least said, but Hillary won the popular vote. That's undemocratic nature of the American system that has allowed a Trump to survive. But the people are okay. But the second time around, that Daniel, that Donald Trump got more votes. And not only that, that Hillary got the first time, 70 million Americans said, you know what? We can stomach Trump. It's a lot of atoning we got to do with society. A lot of atoning. All right, uh, going to, by your terms is numbers, my friend. You do it with criminals. You should ask the same question. You can't compare criminality with health. Two different modals. Completely two different modals. Eric Hayes says, lockdown ruined lead economy, led to more suicides, kids out of school. Um, look. I don't know what led to suicides or whatever, but one thing I know is that by keeping my butt at home, I protected myself. By my daughter keeping her butt at home, by my wife keeping her butt at home and getting the vaccine when it was available so that she could do her job, etc. We know from on a personal, on a family unit, we saved ourselves. And every family unit that did that, likely the same. So we need to examine the data, but we need to make sure that the data was coming from, again, responsible data. Every case says, Susan, quote, so if all these cops weren't needed for crime that day, doesn't that mean they aren't needed any day? Um, you know, just listening to that quote there, right? That's a logical quote. And, and, and this is not anti-police or anything like that. You just have to ask the question. If there are enough cops on the beat... When you have a hell of a lot of cops on hiatus, just maybe you don't need that hell of a lot of cops and you could put that money into things like psychology and, and, and better uh, policing in, in communities. There's nothing wrong with that sentence. Only if you are a troglodyte would you see that. And I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the person who gave you the quote, who highlighted the quote for you, Eric. Only you would you say, ah, no, I think that's a logical that's a log logical conclusion. If you can have that many cops doing desk duty, then you could have instead of putting that money into a high paid cop, get a high paid social worker, a high paid all these guys to work into the communities to mitigate crimes before a gun is used or a gun by a cop is used or before a gun by a criminal is used. And at the same time, maybe we could put some money into destroying the NRA who is responsible for a lot of the gun violence in this country right now. West says, Biden sends in soy boys and trans to UK. I don't know what that means, but anyhow. Peggy Lopez, welcome my dear sister. Peggy Lopez says, hi all again in 1970, sociology of leisure class stated, as technology lessens the needs for workers, two ways to support population, one, guaranteed income, two, let people die, we are in number two as GOP policy. I agree with that 100%. When we got, when we got uh, the equivalent of production increases, what we call, um, uh, uh, what is the word? When we got efficiency, more efficiency, when technology improved, all of that, right? Uh, they call, there, there's a word for it. What is the word? Um, hi, hi, hi. It's not efficient. Help me out, uh, my, my geniuses. 
uh, productivity, when we got increased productivity, what should have really happened is the work week should have dropped. Folks, if you are on YouTube, please go ahead and give us that thumbs up. If you are on Facebook Live, please go ahead and give us that like. If you are on Twitter, please remember to follow politics or follow Egberto Willis. But anyway, folks, as I said, right, as we got more productivity, what we should have had is people with a, a lower, uh, you know, we should have a work week that was decreased. In other words, instead of a 40-hour work week, maybe a 30-hour work week and more people employed, right? And you know, it's amazing to me that the people who support life and believe in family values haven't said that the spoils coming from productivity shouldn't be going to shareholders, but it should be going to making a better society. I, it always baffled the mind that you can be pro-life, pro-family, and at the same time, pro-corporate destruction of the family. It always behooved me. Eric Hayes says, more Susan Tuesday. Oscar, Oscar winning actress Susan Sarandon sparked rage on social media after she mocked the massive funeral procession along New York's Fifth Avenue for slain New York officer Jerry Rivera, 22, by tweeting, I'm going to tell my kids this is what fascism looked like. That is a stupid comment by Susan Sarandon. That is a stupid comment by Susan Sarandon if she's saying that about a slain police officer, right? But and it's not about it being a slain police officer. It's being a slain innocent person somebody who was murdered innocently and people come in to pay respects that is a stupid comment and i i don't use those words often in my in my um in my in my narrative but there is no room for that kind of a that kind of a statement on this young 22 year old kid that could have been her kid 22 year old cop uh, that cop said he joined the force. I remember, I, I read this, and this was really what I wanted to see more, more people joining the, the police force saying. He said, I wanted to join the force to mitigate the, 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 the friction between the community and the police. His heart was in the right place. He is the kind of police officer that we want. He's the kind of police officer that we don't want to see getting hurt. Those thugs like uh, the guy who had his neck on George Floyd whatever his name was, I can't even remain, take it out of my mind. That guy who has that thug that called himself a cop, who had his neck, his, 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 his boot on the neck of George Floyd. That's the kind of cop we shouldn't care nothing about. But Jason Rivera, he said, I am joining this because I want to fix the friction between the cops and the community. Deb Dennis says, freedom comes with responsibilities and communal sacrifice. Protecting ourselves and others should be our highest priorities, not protesting inconveniences. This is the most selfish generation in history. Yeah, unfortunately, Deb, it has a lot to do, and a lot of people take exception to this with boomers. A lot of the problems that we are having right now, created by our generation, a lot of my generation take exception to that. I'm talking about older Gen Xs and the, and the younger boomers, you know. They take exception when I said, I'm like, look, we, left, we didn't left the best society from our millennials. We didn't left the best society for them. Daniel Ledo says, notice how Egberto takes the opportunity to bash America while at the same time fail to address the crux of my comment that the countries he thinks are so awesome are dropping all COVID restrictions. How about we follow their lead? You know what's other, what, what else those countries did? Those countries have 
Medicare for all, in other words, healthcare for all, so that if you get sick, you didn't have to think twice for going to that doctor very early on. If we had that kind of policy in the United States, Brother Lado, I would say maybe, yes, go ahead, do that. Those countries also, when they instituted vaccine, except for, I think it was Sweden, uh, when they instituted vaccine, the people took it. When they decided to have lockdowns, you didn't see fights in the streets. When they decided to put masks on to save your fellow brother and sister, they didn't, they didn't say, oh, we are so selfish, we are not going to help others. So our Scandinavian countries had one thing in common, socialization of their communities. In other words, they believed, I am my brother's keepers. But what you want us to say is, oh, let, uh, let us do what these guys are doing. So you, you said I'm not addressing it. I'm addressing it, but I'm not only addressing it. I'm addressing it intelligently, not just throwing words out there. Intelligently. The reason they can do it is they, they did what and they had a healthcare system that protect. And I tell you what, I'm going to continue with the notion there, but I want to show you some. I want to play a video here, brothers and sisters. Because this Daniel Ledo went ahead and started. Let's talk about American exceptionalism, okay? Vamos a hablar del excepcionalismo de, de, de América. Vamos a hablar de eso ahora. Let's talk about it. I am an American citizen who want to make this country not exceptional, but exceptionally good to its people. Exceptionally good to us all. But we're not. Check this out and then we'll take that on the other side. Well, let me, let me frame it first of all, because I'm going to turn this into a little cut afterwards. Uh, what we have is Chris, Chris Hayes did a piece on how badly the United States does compared to all the other industrialized nations, other wealthy nations. We have been doing a whole lot better, but because we have, we, 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 we've been infested by those who are, who are reveling in their ignorance, in their willful ignorance. It's not that they're genetically or somehow ignorant because nobody really is. But because of that, this is what they have allowed to occur. And yes, we blame them for it. We are just days away from what would have once been considered an unfathomable toll of 900,000 Americans killed by the coronavirus pandemic. Take a look at this chart, which shows deaths among large, wealthy countries since the start of the pandemic, and some small ones as well. The U.S. is now at the top of the chart, overtaking Belgium and the U.K. with the highest COVID death toll relative to our population. Why is our death toll so high? Why is it so much worse here? Well, for one, just look at the vaccination rate of the same 10 countries who top the COVID death chart. You can see the U.S. is considerably behind in the percentage of the population who is fully vaccinated and considerably behind on booster shots. That's not likely to change. According to the latest morning consult survey, nearly 20% of those polled are just... We are just days away from what would have once been considered an unfathomable toll of 900,000 Americans killed by the coronavirus pandemic. Take a look at this chart, which shows deaths among large, wealthy countries since the start of the pandemic, and some small ones as well. The U.S. is now at the top of the chart, overtaking Belgium and the U.K. with the highest... We are just days away from what would have once been considered an unfathomable toll of 900,000 Americans killed by the coronavirus pandemic. Take a look at this chart, which shows deaths among large, wealthy countries since the start of the pandemic, and some small ones as well. 
The U.S. is now at the top of the chart, overtaking Belgium and the U.K. with the highest COVID death toll relative to our population. Why is our death toll so high? Why is it so much worse here? Well, for one, just look at the vaccination rate of the same 10 countries who top the COVID death chart. You can see the U.S. is considerably behind in the percentage of the population who's fully vaccinated and considerably behind on booster shots. That's not likely to change. According to the latest morning consult survey, nearly 20% of those polled are just unwilling to get the vaccine. And vaccination rates aside, our population is already just much less healthy, more at risk than people in comparable rich countries. Researchers of the Commonwealth Fund found that countries like Australia, Germany, and Canada, clustered in the center of this chart, have much better healthcare systems than the U.S., down in the bottom right there. And that's even though the U.S. spends way more on healthcare. Our life expectancy is lower than other rich countries. It has been that way for decades before COVID. The pandemic is exposing the dark parts of American exceptionalism, and we now have the highest death rate in one of the richest countries in the world. What does this say about us? About what kind of country, what kind of we are? And that is something that we have to take into account, right? One, the, the reason this is true is, one, we have a lousy healthcare system because it's mostly to make money for a few. Numero dos, we have a population that is very unhealthy, again, because we allow, we allow our corporations to poison our own citizens because money, again, comes ahead of everything else. And numero tres, we are happy to preach ignorance. We are happy to preach ignorance and much more. Uh, I just saw something flash on another screen where Daniel Lado said uh, uh, he complained about the incompetence of my broadcasting methodology. Thank you so kindly. I made a mistake. Last thing I knew, I was human. And by the way, do you really give that kind of a notion to Fox News when they have the same types of mistakes that I just made when I, I normally would let that slide? But I want to show many people how we get judgmental dependent on who the host is, dependent on what the platform is. Though, maybe I'm an incompetent broadcaster. I'll take that. But, you know, broadcast is not the real thing. I'm trying to get the word out. I'm trying to get us somewhere. Anyhow, my brothers and sisters, 81 million votes for the most unpopular president ever, Biden. Um, he's not, a, he's a, well, we'll go to another one. Every case is Egberto, your comparison based on more people voting period, that is why the increase just the same as the increase for Dems more votes than ever before. No, I guess you, you missed what I'm saying. I am saying the amount of people that are willing to vote for a degenerate. That's all I'm saying. There are 70, 70 million American citizens that were willing to vote for a degenerate human being to lead the most powerful country in the world. Uh, a, a, a president that subsequently attempted a coup on the United States, a president that subsequently was anti-democratic, which we all knew from the beginning. Let's remember that. Sarah Beaton says, my dad just hates Hillary. <laughs> Eric Hayes says, Hillary is comparable to a bad man you speak about. No, 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 no. I, I'm not a fan of Hillary. But again, I mean, Danny, I mean, uh, um, Mr. Mr. Trump is just simple. Well, I'm not going to even further that again. 
All right, Egberto, that is you. Not everyone likes, uh, lives like you and shares the same experience. I understand that. But what I'm saying is there are certain things that sub supersedes how you live. Raping a woman supersedes whether you're a Republican or Democrat, all right? Ra having, you know, having a whole lot of baby mamas supersedes whether you're a Republican or Democrat, especially when you speak about family values and, and chastity and all those things that the, the people who support him uh, does, right? Calling people, holding women by their groins or holding women by their private parts and bragging about it and then having the evangelical people support you says more about the evangelicals than it says about Donald Trump, the degenerate. Understand that, people. That's why, that is why the faith have been lost in all of you. Again, that 70 million people supported a degenerate speaks more about the people than it does about the man because we know who the man is. Daniel Ledo says, Egberto's butt is so virtuous. His butt alone has saved unknown hundreds of people. Actually, not hundreds, but I do receive some emails that says, man, in these heavy times, thank you for doing what you're doing and, and get a lot of support from people like that. I do get that. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to say that without just blurting it out. Patrick's Time says, John Hopkins data shows lockdown had no benefit. Okay, I'll read it. Data shows that jab doesn't prevent you from testing positive. What's the problem if you, don't, you test positive if you're not going to die? But anyhow, Peggy Lopez says, 2010, I attended an event at a progressive bookstore in Reno, Nevada. They event with many authors of books banned in high schools. Most covered sex education and homosexual development. Muchisima gracias por eso. That is perfecto. All right, continuing, we also have uh, the official narrative of collapse in pa Patrick's time. No, Patrick, I mean, you may want to feel that way if you don't understand the, uh, the scientific nature of concepts, but who am I to question you, sir? Deb Dennis says, uh, are you hiding it? Why didn't you speak up when it went to court? If you don't have it uh, or can't find it, don't claim it. Perhaps no evidence means no evidence, believe it or not. You know, it, it is funny, right? Because even Donald Trump's own judges, the ones that he assigned, not one, including the Supreme Court, threw him out. Threw him out. But again, wishful thinking and, and, and willful ignorance is a thing. People that, are, that willfully want to be hoodwinked. You can't help those who willfully want to be hoodwinks. Vax killed my uncle and sister murderers. Oh, really? I kind of doubt that. Uh, the duck that quack says, the jab stops you from dying 96% of the time. You know, uh, let me tell you something. Uh, thank you for telling, pointing that out, duck that quacks. But again, there are people that are, there are, they, are they, they bask in their ignorance, right? But it doesn't matter. I still want to save them. Still do. Still do. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's see what else we got here. The duck that quack says West gotta go. No proof. Vax killed. Okay, I'm not gonna go there. Deb Denif last in for proof. Uh, thank you, Egberto. I think I know what you're thanking me for, uh, brother Hayes. Uh, let's see what else we got here, man. You guys have a lot of things, but I'm coming down. I'm not reading the trolling type messages today because that's exactly what they are. And the last time I did, uh, for the last time I read out the lies that some people have said. YouTube actually, I had to go to YouTube and fight to get the video back up. But anyhow, let's continue here. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. We're moving on. Deb Denny says, the virus and itself says the not use its data to make assumptions. Its voluntary recording data collection site 
it doesn't prove anything. Thank you for pointing that out, Deb. I didn't, uh, I'll have to go look at that as well. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Para ver, coming down. We, oh, we got a couple of trolls in here that are really writing a whole lot. Charlie Lindahl, how you doing? My brother Charlie says, did you see the GoFundMe for Officer LeMay? The officer who died of COVID after telling Governor Inslee to kiss his ass? Yes, I did see the GoFundMe. I even went to the GoFundMe. When Lawrence O'Donnell started his show, he told people to, in as much as the, the family who did that, uh, the, the officer was a, got killed from his ignorance, from his willful ignorance. They set up a GoFundMe and he said, all right, I want you guys, he asked his audience to go ahead and do the GoFundMe. So uh, as it turns out, Immediately after Lawrence <laughs> did that, 10,000 in, in, in a matter of 15 minutes, the fund increased by 10,000. And it just showed the, the quality of people that we have on the left. That's all I'm going to say there. You write much, but prove nothing. Yeah, the fact, that's Patrick's time. Patrick is, is a good, is a good troll. I, I hope he listens to some of what we say because some of it may sink in. Eric Hayes says, speaking... To the high numbers, uh, what is the level of being healthy to in these debts? Again, read it up. The paper by John Hopkins is a literature uh, matter view not based on real health outcomes by economic viewers. The meta-analysis seems to remove inconvenient data from countries like China and Italy. Until this is reviewed, it would not put a lot of veracity to the results. Thank you for letting me know that, Norman. That, that, I'll, I'll scan it now instead of reading it. Daniel Lado says, love the professional polished look of PDR. Super competent broadcasting, laughing out loud. Thank you so kindly. I really appreciate that, Mr. Lado. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we got here. The Duck Pizza says, Sicilian like a pizza. All right, continuing the pandemic. From every case, the pandemic has also made this country poorer via raise in debt and destruction of economy and its future. So let me see. So what would it be if everybody went to work and a lot more people die? Let's see. Would the country have been poorer? Oh, no, 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 no. That's, I, love, I love the way you guys say things, man. I just love it. All right. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, you are good. I would hope so. Could you, could you tell me what you mean, though? Or is, that, or is that a jab at me or something? I hope I'm good, but you are good, too. All my audience... They're good. West is good. Eric is good. Patrick's time is good. Uh, Michael Rudnan, Tom C is good. Norman Reynolds is good. Uh, Deb Denny's good. Oh, my peeps are great. I love you all. The duck that quacks good. E two two four seven's good too. All right, May Wood is here and she's good too. Um, he's good too. Hello, everyone. Back home and just tested negative. Let's all give. Brother Maywood, a big, big clap, Ray. He's no longer positive on COVID. Thank you for ke keeping us informed. Norman Reynolds says the GOP in Virginia demonstrate. Thank you for reminding me about that tweet you sent me. The GOP in Virginia demonstrate deciding to freeze the minimum wage, which is insufficient to maintain in a living. What is important to the GOP? Punching the poor and workers of the country. Voting for the GOP as a middle class or poor person is voting against your best interest. It's a clear and present danger to vote for Republicans whose only interest is to ensure they can do exactly what Alan Greenspan, not Alan Greenspan, but um, uh, uh, um, 
uh, the father of capitalism. Uh, Milton Friedman of the Chicago told them to do. Maximize the profits. Laganancia. Maximize the profits. Of whom? The wealthy and the rich. But there's a caveat to that. And make the poor and those that depend on you believe that you have something special they don't. Why you should allow them to whip your butt. Even though everything the wealthy makes is off your back. I want you to name me any wealthy person. Anyone. Any of these billionaires. And I can prove to you that they didn't do it. I've sent you. They could not. But you see, we have, we have been taught to believe that somehow these guys can, can live in a vacuum. Like these wealthy people, you know, I mean, hey, I designed ComDRV. I allow computers to speak to satellites and RS-232s and to gas pumps and all of that. I did it. Hell no. You all did it. You created great schools, man. Until we learn that uh, what we've learned to do is socialize the wealthy and capitalize the middle class and the poor. The wealthy has turned you into a stock. That's what they've turned you into. The wealthy has turned, let's see, yeah. The wealthy has turned you into a stock, a piece of paper that they can sell. They're not selling your bodies anymore to a person. Your body is now, is actually incorporated into the stock instrument. And that instrument is traded. So they don't trade your bodies anymore. They trade stock based on what your body produces. And nobody wants to admit it. They don't teach you that in college, right? They don't teach you that whenever you see the stock market. They're trading you. That's what's getting traded. You're getting traded. <laughs> you just sit like, oh, you know. And, and when you own, you know, so I mean, we have to understand how the concepts work. And when we understand the concepts work, I wrote an article called Middle Class Held Hostage. Look it up on the internet. It, it actually went viral. Middle Class Held Hostage. A lot of people then ripped off the name and that kind of stuff. But that, that's what I named it, right? And the idea was the people that I value the most are teachers, right? Because they're the ones who promote everything and make sure it goes forward. That's who I, 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 um, I adore teachers. That's why whenever I hear that teachers vote Republicans against their own interests, it drives me crazy. But that's for another day. Norman says, the geo oh, he said, I read that already. Deb Denny says, Patrick, times, many entities still experiment on animals. Why call out one person? Why not call out 3M, Earwick, Amity, Arm and Hammer, Band-Aid? Oh, you are such a smart cookie, Deb. Thank you, girl. Wes says, most people less test positive but never know. Haha, -ha, I agree. E2247 says, when we try to silence history and stop talking about the things that have actually happened, we are bound to repeat it. Absolutely right. The duck that quack says, the Republican very closely resemble Nazi fascism. They are Nazi fascism. Uh, E2247 says, this is, and by the way, when I talk about that, I'm talking about Republican politicians, okay? Uh, this is something that's so relevant when we stop teaching our kids and talking with our peers about history that people have truly, truly lived the duck that quacks let's see what time is oh it's 4 44 already my god it's time for you to hear about my 
book, isn't it? So let's go ahead and do that. Then I'll come and do my ask and then we'll finish the program. I'm Egberto Willis as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Network's KPFT 90.1 FM Houston that engages all ideologies. I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom, to describe the entire economy in a manner we can all understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book, titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, Take It to the Next Level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from those who rigged it gives us a place to land after learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side we point out what would make an economy that works for all each book stands on its own but together they provide the full picture please consider getting one or more you will undoubtedly learn be entertained and help us continue the mission with our blogs articles videos and books all right folks please remember this please remember if you want to support the show, and I hope you want to support the show, please, if you're on YouTube, click that join button. When you click that join button, I give another video that says, hey, this is the reason that it's worth supporting what we do. Also, if, you, if you're on YouTube, or rather, if you are on, on Facebook or some other network, uh, please go ahead and consider going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, and I'm trying to get that link in the feed right now go to politicsdoneright.com let me get let me get the right screen on there you go politicsdoneright.com slash youtube alternatively we also need patrons so you can go to politicsdoneright.com slash patreon patreon is spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n p-a-t-r-e-o-n politicsdoneright.com slash patreon likewise you can go to politicsdoneright.com slash paypal politicsandright.com slash PayPal. PayPal is spelled P-A. Well, you know how to spell PayPal. Now, if you want to go ahead and get the books, why not get all three? I, I promise you, you will enjoy the books. I mean, it's, they're not sad books. They're just, they, they just bring everything to the fold. Uh, you can get the books at politicsandright.com slash books. politicsandright.com slash books. Guaranteed you're going to like it. Check out our new store. Our, our store, we went ahead and uh, re, re, went to a, a, another store temporarily. Uh, not temporarily. Actually, we went to another store, another storefront, that is. Uh, politicsandright.com slash store. Politicsandright.com. So have a whole lot more material at that particular store. Please, please, please check it out. And again, to get our books. I, did I put the books on there already? I think I did. I think I did. Yes, I did. Uh, you can find all the different forms of support by going to politicsdoneright.com slash support. politicsdoneright.com slash support. It says something went wrong. There we go. politicsdoneright.com slash support. Okay, let's continue. Continuing with the program, I have, let me scroll back up to get all you good people's work here. Para ver, para ver, donde esta, donde esta, donde esta, donde comencé. All right, let's see. Uh, Daniel Ledo said, Okay, Egberto, the gatekeeper of what is the, in the best interest of everybody. Tell me, what are the interests of 50-year-old white married business owner? What's the interest? To make money, right? And not only to make money, 
to to solve to, to to save their families to to feed their families etc but let me tell you something else about the business owner and i don't mean you you said white married business owner i am going to take the white out and i'm going to take the married out i'm going to say what is our in what's the interest of the 50 year old business owner um race does not matter gender does not matter none of that matters that's the problem right that's the problem now let me tell you something about the business owner though if the business owner has to pay less than a living wage he doesn't have a viable business if you if you can't pay a wage work your ass off in that business let, let me give myself as an example I left I, I had my software company and one of the reasons I I contracted everything out at, you know to different companies to do the book to do you know I wrote all the books I did everything but I contracted it out Amazon does the book I have a, a, a magazines that I print in etc and but I wrote my own ads on all of that and people say Egbert why don't you get some help and I'm like because I want and this is when I had a Willie's computer software company I said if I hire somebody, they have to make a good living. And not only that, they have to have health care since our government is pathetic with providing health care, whatever. So since I cannot afford to give that right now, uh, based on the standard of living I wanted to get out of my company, I simply worked the hours and hours and hours to get the job done. I wasn't going to pay somebody slave labor. Now I have Politics Done Right, which is a, uh, a, an activist journalist organization. I am, the, the income level is one-tenth, and I'm not kidding you, one-tenth of what I made before, okay? And people say, well, get people to volunteer for you. Well, if somebody really wants to volunteer, I say, okay, I'll, I'll but I, I feel that's sort of a guilt. If you have a business that, it, that you're living off of, when you ask somebody to come into that business and work on less than a living wage, you are asking that person to subsidize your better standard of living than they could have. And that is patently unfair. But that is what small businesses would like to do. It is patently unfair. Okay, so I, I, I knew where your question was going, Daniel Ledo. Like, oh, because we want to have this high wage for people, etc. No. If somebody is working, they should be getting a living wage. And people say, oh, well, it's only kids who do the jobs. So what? Who cares? If they're doing a day's work, they're working. We don't pay them based on them being kids. Egberto, pass time to post your link. Thank you so kindly, Deb, De Denny. I appreciate it. All right. Let's see what else. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Bruce Pollard said George Soros I don't know what that was for but Nanette Birdsmith says Egberto sometime take a look at the Great Reset Theory interesting read I am going to I, I got to check that out well, if you're telling me Nanette Birdsmith I got to check it out I got to check it out uh, the duck that quack says don't get the vax if you want I really don't care I do care get the vax please please get the vax I don't want you to die alright alright let's see Eric Hayes call out Fauci that orders to have those animals be experimented on um, okay uh why would I do that? Isn't that the standard procedure right now? Would you like him to experiment on human, human beings? I mean, I don't know. You tell me. Tell me what would you prefer. All right, Patrick Stein says cancer is up. Okay, your point being? All right, let's see what else we got here. Ashley, my daughter, says, 
Being white, staying married, and keeping the business, keeping his or her money. Hello. <laughs> Baby doll, my sweet daughter. I know exactly where you're going, girlfriend. All right, let's see. Uh, E2247, not good. For the third consecutive year, the bulletin's doomsday clock shows 100 seconds to midnight. I know, I know, I know. All right, let's see what else we have before I get to my other video. I, I am not going to have a lot of time to set it up, but I'm going to try to set it up. Let's see what else I got here. If I miss your 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 info or whatever, forgive me. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Deb Dennis, it's that's the Patrick's time. Uh, Tom C says the GOP is experimenting on their own constituents by minimizing the dangers of the pandemic. Unvaccinated, unmasked Americans are lab rats for quack doctors and politicians on Facebook and Fox News. You have gotten the comment of the day, Tom C. And you know what? I'm copying that comment right now and putting it inside of my... Um, that's a, um, Oh, man, I love that. I love. In fact, I'm going to quote that on Twitter today, brother. I love... You know, I, I got me the smartest damn listeners bar none. Okay, Tom C. I'm, I'm leaving it at Tom C. so I can remember it's you who it came from. Brother Tom, that goes up in a tweet and so forth. I love that. I love that. Okay. Uh, by the way, Tom, is that your comment or did you rip that off from somebody else? I like to give due where it's due. All right. Let's see. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Where else are we go? But before I go to my video, let's see. Peggy Lopez is prior to the Association of Molecular Pathology versus Myriad Genetics. Inc. More than 4,300 human genes were patented in U.S. So corporations are still working on ownership of human population. And, you know, we got to blow that out of the covered that in my book as i see it as well and and the one was a Berg, the brca uh burka uh, uh gene for breast cancer it's what they try to do egberto please keep teaching thank you my dear friend peggy lopez deb denny okay all right I, I i think i can get another video in and this time uh, i'm going to try my best not to oh to disappoint brother Ledo, because i think this time i will likely be able oh look at this i just fired off adobe premiere why would i do that i hope it doesn't screw things up too badly but we'll see anyhow brother Ledo, this one is for you um chuck you know our our, our republicans right now have been having a fascination they have been having a fascination with el senor putin right so even now, if you go ahead and listen to some of them on, on, on their networks, they love Putin. So I don't know where they stand right now. So we had a Republican talking head comes on and he tries to say how badly, how badly El Senor Biden is doing, right? Forgetting that Tucker Carlson is just about a sycophant for Russia. And you know what? Finally, I think Chuck Todd and McCaskill got him on it. So let's take a listen to that and we'll take it on the other side. Steve, it feels like we're trying to figure out, is Putin a rational actor? <laughs> right. That's a good question. I mean, I think when, when we look at this from our perspective, we look at the things he's doing and say this doesn't make sense. And you see a lot of that in, in reporting the media. 
But go back and look at what Vladimir Putin has been saying over all these years. Go back to speeches that he was giving in the, in the mid-aughts. He was telling us what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. He wants to reconstitute the Russian Empire, the old, old Soviet Union. When you have autocratic leaders like that tell you what they want to do, you're smart to pay attention. The problem, I think, from the Biden administration, uh, from, from my perspective about the Biden administration, is this alarm comes a little bit too late. It's not like these 100,000 troops just went to the border. They've been there for a long time, and you've had like, Republicans and conservatives raising alarms about what Putin was up to, pointing out the kinds of assets, military assets, that were in position months ago. Mm-hmm. And the Biden administration seems to be just catching up. Claire? Well, first of all, I, I think Putin, you have to assume he's rational. He may be irrational. And if I were to look, I would say he's trying to mine the divisions within NATO right now. Right. He's trying to exacerbate the Germany being an outlier and being worried about being all in against him. He wants to highlight Macron making that's the noises. Ra- that's the assumption that he's rational. Yeah, yeah. that he's trying yeah. to, to make NATO not a strong alliance mm-hmm. by playing this card at this time. And the other thing I got to say is you said Republicans. The other thing that's happening here it is amplifying a divide in the Republican no Party. Right. Yeah. I mean, when you've got people on the Fox cable well, news Tucker, network, I mean, it's Tucker Carlson. Look, he's being used. I could show you some clips here. He's being used on RT. As pro- no, no, no. Yes. He's being used by RT, the propaganda arm of, of Putin. Yes. All the time yes. now here. It, it's The Republicans are loving up on Putin right now. A bunch of them. So now we have that Tucker Carlson is nothing more than the propaganda arm of Russia in the United States. Who would have ever thought the Republican Party that always used to talk about law and order and about patriotism? What are the things that they've done since Trump has come into fruition? One, they became sycophants of Putin. They become sycophants of everything Russia. And two, they attempted to overthrow the United States government. Wow. Wow. How low has Trump taken the party of Lincoln? It is simply amazing. I had another video to show you, but I'll have to forego that one. And maybe I'll have better news on, on the Texas front. Daniel Ledo to Mr. Wood says again, you got go to the material money, business, goods. Yes, those are my interests, but not my best interests. I focus not on the material, but much more on the eternal values that it's believed. I don't know what the hell that means, Daniel Ledo, but I'll try to read it in, in a better context some other time. But, you know, we are coming close to the end of the program. Once again, I want to ask my great brothers and sisters to support the program. If you are on YouTube right now, why don't you just go ahead and click that join button, become a part of our PDR Posse. If you are not on YouTube and some other channel, you can go ahead and go to politicsandright.com slash YouTube, politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Alternatively, support us on politicsandright.com slash patron, politicsandright.com slash patron. And of course, we love PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. If you want the all-encompassing way to support us, go to politicsandright.com slash support. And don't forget to get our books. Where do you get our books? You get our books at politicsandright.com slash books. Folks, uh, I'm telling you, Egberto, that you have no idea what I consider my best interest. Oh, you bet your life I know. Not because what you consider your best interest more than likely is not your best interest based on what I see that you know or what you say. But hey, 
It's your life. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.